Hey, what's going on? This is Cedric with Prophetic Gems USA. I hope you're having a great day. Um, I'm just sitting here late at night and right before bedtime. And I'm about ready to go to bed now. And just sitting here talking to the Lord. And I was like, Jesus. And I was just looking up at the ceiling and I was like, wow. I was like, some people see you. And actually, I personalized it and I said, I can see you on your throne. I can see you on the cross as I'm just visualizing him. I'm, I'm looking up at the ceiling and I'm visualizing him on his throne like I do sometimes. And I can also see you on the cross. But I want to see you in my room. I want you to be in my room right now. Can I see you in my room, in my situation, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters? And I think that is so, oh, so very important in our lives. That Christians, many times, depending upon who your pastor is or who you allow to minister to you, we can see God on the throne. That's okay. We can see him on the throne. And we can see him on the cross. But what we what is harder for us to do is harder for us to see him in our personal situation. And God was just speaking to me. He was like, you know, everything's going to be all right. I got you. You just keep on going in the same direction that you're going. And everything's going to work out right. All right. You're going in the right direction. Just keep on going in the right direction. You know, and so that's the thing is that sometimes I myself, I see God on the throne. I can see you on the throne, Father. You're the Lord of my life and you are sovereign and you're all powerful. And, but you're so far away. You're so far away. But I see you on the throne looking down at me. I am your subject. I am your child. I am your servant. And then, and then those, there are the times where we see Jesus on the cross. God, I can see you on the cross and you're dying for my sins and you're taking away, um, you know, all of the, 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 the bad things that I did wrong and you know you're giving me power and you're giving me you know wisdom and knowledge I see you on the cross father I see what you did for me on the cross I see the pain and the agony that you that you went through for me I see the suffering I see the sacrifice hallelujah glory be to God thank you Jesus but even the picture of the cross is an incomplete picture of who Jesus is in our life when we see Jesus on the throne, it's an incomplete picture of who he is in our life because, yes, Jesus is on the throne. Yes, Jesus is, you know, what he did on the cross is a picture that we should never forget. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ooh. But also, it's very important that we see him in our every 
everyday lives that we see him. Thank you, Jesus. Right where we are right now, whether you're going through good times or bad times or uncertain times, it does not matter. We need to see Jesus right where we are. And that's very, very important because you have different, depending upon your outlook on life, you're going you're gonna to need to see Jesus in different places. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Depending upon what you need in life, you're going to need to see him in different places because there are some people, you don't have a problem with seeing him right where you are. Okay. You don't have a problem with you seeing him right where you are, but sometimes you might have a problem with seeing him on the throne. Do you see Jesus on the throne? Is he the Lord of your life? If you Are you looking to serve him? Are you looking to praise him? Are you looking to glorify him? Are you looking to bow down to him? Are you looking to, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Is he what? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Is he your son in the sky? Hallelujah. Is he raining down blessings upon you? Thank you, Jesus. Is he looking down upon you to, 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 to make sure that you're following his standard? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to see Jesus on the throne. And some of us need to see him on the throne more. Hallelujah. And some of us... We need to see him on the cross more because sometimes we think that Jesus is our homeboy. <laughs> you know, again, depending upon what kind of church you go to and who you allow to preach to you. What I have learned through my Christian experience is that the kind of ministry that you in, that you are in, some ministers, some ministers don't preach about sin. They don't preach about the impact of sin on, on our lives. And for that Christian who goes to that church, what the minister or the pastors or the um the um the congregation or the type of church that you go to the fellowship that you go to um it can make a big impact on how you see god so you might not see him on the throne you might not see him in a place of of, of sovereign a sovereign place where you know is you know the Bible is the unerrant word of God and that, that we have to follow and that we have to, you know, put first. Thank you, Jesus. God is first in our life and everything else comes behind God. Hallelujah. Or you might not see Jesus as the one who died for our sins. He is the way, the truth and the life and no one can come to the Father but through him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, God, to us. And you might need to see him more as the man that is on the cross. And every time that we sin, we put him back on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go to that scripture because I don't want to mess it up. Hebrews chapter 10. on down Mr. Computer I like to go to Biblos.com let me go there we go Biblos.com I used to um, take a little Espanol when I was in school I uh, wasn't very good at it you know I I joked around in class so <laughs> but I, I like to think that I know a little Spanish and I do let's see 
but I but so I guess that's why I love going to biblos.com to get my scriptures and everything like that. This would be for the New Living Translation. Please forgive me if this not the kind of translation that you like. Okay. So let's just go to. I believe it's Hebrews ten and twenty five. Is a scripture that I'm looking for right now. And I really need to restart my computer. So I didn't. I've been. I haven't restarted in a while for a certain reason. So, but here we go. So I'm sorry that it's taking a little long here. So it says here. Um, there we go. Verse 26. Hallelujah. Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. There is only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. Thank you, Jesus. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think of how much worse the punishment would be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant which made us holy as if we were common as it was common and unholy, oh, thank you, Jesus, and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God, God's mercy to us. For we know that, for we know the one who said, I will take revenge. I will pay them back. He also said the Lord would judge his own people. Verse 31, it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. So, what is that saying to us, my, my friends? It's very clear what it's saying to us, my, my brothers and sisters. It's saying to us that we need to see Jesus on the cross and we need to understand that it was our sins that put Jesus on the cross. Hallelujah. And Jesus was not on the cross just for his health, as the old people used to say. Teachers used to say, I'm not up here teaching just for my health. You need to pay attention. <laughs> Mother and father say, you know, I'm not out here working, you know, buying you clothes and buying you food just for nothing. You better not be throwing that food away. <laughs> I'm not doing that just for my health. I'm doing it for a reason. Respect my sacrifice. And Jesus, all the more God says, respect his sacrifice on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. And we need to do that. I, I tell you, when it comes to a lot of things, issues of the flesh and things of that nature, me understanding this verse and understanding that our sins put Jesus on the cross afresh. Thank you, Father God. And the terrible penalty for us who are under grace, are under the dispensation of grace and under, hallelujah, whew, we have a greater covenant than Moses and uh, 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 um, the prophets, thank you, just David. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We have the better covenant than they do, and we would. Huh, too much is given; much is also required. And this modern church, we don't get the gravity of when we grieve Jesus, when we grieve the Holy Spirit, when we do not serve Him, when when we sin against Him, and we just use His his grace and his blood as a doormat. How do you feel when someone uses you as a doormat and 
you've been doing so much for them. You love them and you care for them so much. And someone used you as a doormat. How does that feel to you and me? And that's how we have to, we have to, we have to make Jesus a person because he is a person. Make the Holy Spirit a person because he is a person. Make the Father God a person because he is a person. Thank you, Jesus. He is a person. Hallelujah. And so, um, wow. We need to see God on the throne because he's on the throne. We need to see him on the cross because um, what he did on the cross, we can never forget. Hallelujah. And we also need to see God in our personal situation because he's right here in our personal situations. And why would we want to sin against a friend? Jesus said, I'm the friend who stick up closer than a brother. So it's just like your brother was standing, was sitting here with you. So it's just like your brother is sitting here with you guys are talking. You know, this is your brother. You know your brother, right? You know, um, you grew up together, right? And, you're, and you just take a rock, you take a brick, or you take a knife or something like that. He turns his back because he trusts you. And you stab him in the back. You just stab your brother in the back, you know. And you keep on stabbing him and stabbing him and stabbing him. Once was a mistake, you know. But you do it over and over and over again as a pattern. It's something you do, you're doing intentional. And that's how we got to see. That's how graphic and that's how real we have to make our sins. Because one sin, through one sin... Death entered the world, and through one death, the death of Jesus Christ. Let me let me go back. Through one sin, the sin of Adam, the sin of Adam, death entered the world, and through one death, the death of Jesus Christ, death was conquered. So, but the problem is, is that when we sin, our sins, Jesus was dying on the cross for our sins as well. And that's why the Father in heaven is on is 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 the Father in heaven is looking down upon us and he's on the throne. Jesus on his right hand, the Holy Spirit on the left hand. And the Father is on the throne right now. He's looking down upon us and he's like, So what are you gonna do since Jesus paid the price for your sins? What are you gonna do for me? What are you going to do? Are you going to listen to my word? Are you going to follow my word? Are you going to live for me? Are you going to, or are you going to do your own thing? And you're going to walk all over the grace of God, the sacrifice of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Are you going to put Christ on the cross again because of your sin? And let us relive and remember what happened on the cross on that day, on that dark day. It's a sad, dark day. Or are you going to say to yourself, I'm not going to be like Judas and betray Jesus. I'm not going to betray Jesus for 30 shekels. Because when we sin, that's really what we're doing. We're saying, I'm going to trade in what God gave me, a relationship with him, access to him, the ability to be in his presence, to love him. God is trusting us with his presence and with his spirit. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. Psalms chapter 51. What did David say? 
when he sinned against God. Let's go there real quick. Psalms chapter 51. Mm. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. Oh, now God is looking at us. He's looking down on us, at us from the throne. You will be proved right in what you say. And your judgment against me is just. Again, God is on the throne. He's a judge. He's judging us. Hallelujah. He's looking down and he's judging us. For I was born a sinner because of Adam. Yes, from the moment of my mother that my that my mother conceived me, but you desire honesty from the womb. So we have a standard. That's what David is saying. Even though I know that I was, I understand that I was born a sinner. God understands that I was born a sinner, but God, He still desires honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. So we are not without. We are not without of the counsel of God to lead us through all of this stuff, my brothers and sisters. Then David says in verse 7, Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. What is that for us? That's seeing Jesus on the cross. His blood is cleansing us right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when we see, when we really see Jesus on the throne in his place, and God on the throne in, in his place, sovereign, we know that there's a standard in our life. And we know that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that now we do not have to live by, we don't have to be live under the burden of sin, hallelujah, anymore. We can live free and, li and liberty, have liberty over sin. I believe, I believe, I believe that, is, that is Romans chapter 8. Let, let that old man die. Let that old man die. Just like when Christ died on the cross, all the sins of the world was covered with his death. And then when he rose again from the grave, the new man, that's the new man that comes up when we're baptized in Jesus' name. There's a controversy to that. I don't I don't want to get, get anybody crossed up. Whatever you believe, when we are baptized in Jesus' name, that's how I was taught. Hallelujah. That's what I believe. When we are baptized in Jesus' name, thank you, Jesus, and we uh, 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 and we have the also the water baptism, and we come out of that water, it's like raising from the, rising from the dead, just like Jesus rose from the dead. We we rise a new person, a new person in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. So, <laughs> hallelujah washed whiter than snow when we allow God into our hearts and say Jesus you know be the Lord of my life we're washed and we're cleansed and then we get that joy back again oh thank you Father God when we follow God's commandment to be baptized in water the process is completed and we rise up from the dead and we're alive again so that's, that's, that's what I see here. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me now. Let me rejoice. 
don't keep looking at my sins and God will not keep looking at our sins. He will not keep looking at our sins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we can't just see him on the cross. We just can't see him on the throne. We have to see him as our friend. That he's right here with us. He's right here with us just like he was with Daniel and the other two Hebrew boys. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the fiery furnace. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what did Nebuchadnezzar say? He said, I put three men inside the furnace, but I see four. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is right there with us. When David is saying these words about you know, asking God to forgive him. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, oh, my God. You see, David is seeing himself. He's seeing how bad he, he's seeing how bad he is, how wretched he is. Hallelujah. Ooh, thank you, Father. But the, the beautiful thing is that God is not just on the throne when David is saying these words. God is not just, you know, on the cross because he was the lamb that was slain before. The foundation of the earth, all right? So he's not just on the cross at this point, but Jesus is right there with him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whew, hallelujah. You can picture Jesus right there with David, even though he had not gone to the cross yet, all right? But for all intents and purposes, you can picture him right there with David. Because when we say these words, hallelujah, we know that Jesus is right there with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So we need to see Jesus in a more personal way. David certainly did. And he did not have the gift of the relationship with Jesus Christ that we have. Thank you, Jesus. But this prayer in Psalms 51 is so powerful because it's so personal. And David is seeing God on the throne. He is also seeing God on, on the cross prophetically. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Whew, Jesus, there's there's even a uh, a word of prophecy in the book of Psalms where David talks about Jesus uh, dying as well. So pretty powerful, pretty powerful. Hmm. Let's see here. And I think that'll be all that I, that I read from that. But, um, you know, yeah, so we want to see God and Jesus in many different places, y'all. There are many different places that we can see God, not just on the throne, not just on the cross, not just even in our personal situations, but we can see God in so many different ways and different areas of our lives, doing so many different things. Sometimes he might be Elohim, our creator. I remember when I was looking for, I remember when I was looking for an apartment years ago and my credit wasn't that good. I had messed up an apartment before. I had, I, I had an apartment before and I didn't leave it right. I, I had no idea how to how to leave an apartment. I was moving from state to state and, and I left it the wrong way. I didn't miss any payments or, or anything like that. Um, but I did have one more month to pay because I didn't leave it right. You give them 30 days notice, 60 days notice, consider I didn't do any of that. So um, I had messed up credit and everything like that and I was trying to get an apartment and I was reading about the names of God and I had just learned one of the names of God is Elohim. So I prayed to Elohim. I said, and Elohim is, Elohim is seen as the creator in the book of, of, of Genesis. God has many names, all right? He has many names. So I was seeing him 
that time as Elohim. Elohim, create for me, create for me a place that I can live, you know. And so, um, for in that moment, he was Elohim. And other times, he might be El Roha, that is the God who sees you. And really, like, that's the God that I need to pray for right now, <laughs> pray to right now is, 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 is El Roha. Because I'm coming going through some things, you know. And, and that was what God was saying to me tonight, I do believe. Don't worry, brother. Don't don't worry, my son. I see you. I know what's going on. I got you. You keep on going in the same direction. You, you're going in the right direction. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -mm. God is so good. God is so, so, so good. My brothers and my sisters. And so we just need to see God in different ways. It's a good balance. Got to have a good balance in life. And um, I just thought that I would share that with you. And it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, see God on the throne. Thank you, Jesus. Because he's so good. He deserves to be worshipped. He deserves to be praised. He deserves to be um, reverenced. See him on the cross because there is a cost for sin. And we need to never forget that there is a cost for sin. But also, see him personally in your situation, with you, loving you as your friend. Not as, you know, a mean God with a, with a million rules and... As soon as you break a half of rule, he's, oh, I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm angry. I'm going to send fire down from heaven at you, you know. We need to have a great balance of God. Trust me, as a, a experienced Christian of over 20 years now, I can tell you that you need to have a good balance of God. Don't think that God is your homeboy. You can do anything you want to do. And God is going to be okay with that because he's not going to be okay with that because he has a word. And he has a standard and he tells us to follow that standard because every single action on this world and this world has an equal and opposite reaction that's scientific. But it's also a spiritual rule as well as we read through the Bible. And so we can't treat God just any way. We don't want to be treated just any way by anybody. As soon as someone, you know, forget the pickles on our hamburger. We're mad at them because they <laughs> forgot the pickles on our hamburger. <laughs> or they put pickles on the hamburgers and you said no pickles. And you're allergic to pickles or something like that or whatever. Or, or you just don't like them. You know? So we need to treat God like we want to be treated. Hallelujah. And um, so we need to see God in all of these different places on the cross. We need to see him on the throne. And we need to see him in our personal lives. Hallelujah. I didn't I didn't mean to do three things, but that's 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 really like the most important things of our faith, you know, seeing God on the throne, seeing him on the cross and seeing him in our personal lives because he cares about us. Let's pray real quick. Oh God, I thank you for, first of all, Sunday service, which was so awesome. Um, I'm so glad to be back in the fellowship of the brethren, you know, through this Corona pandemic and everything that, that is going on. Um, I stayed away from church for a long time. Um, and now I'm back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Um, and God, it just felt so good to be ministered to and to receive from you and to hear from you um, through the pastor, but also through your spirit, through the praise and worship. God, you spoke and you opened up some new things in my life that I'm so grateful for. Father, our personal relationship with you, God, that you would let us know 
that you are there even in the midst of everything that we're going to God tonight you ministered to me and you reassured me and you spoke to me and you helped me and out of my abundance I came here to share with someone else the goodness of you, Jesus, the goodness of your love, the goodness of your compassion, but also your the goodness of your standards, because your standards are here to protect us, not to hurt us, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. So when we see you on the throne, oh God, high and lifted up like Isaiah, God, we see you, God, and but also, Jesus, you are so big that your that your um that your robe Filled the temple, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo. You filled the temple, God. So you were not just in heaven, God, but you were also, you filled the whole temple that the prophet Isaiah was in. I, and I can't believe, and I, and I can't remember the, the actual chapter in the book of Isaiah. Very famous chapter, though. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You were there, and Isaiah knew that he, that you were there. And he... Ugh, he saw himself. Mm. He could see how wretched he was, God, because you were in his presence. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. But you spoke to him like a friend, and he spoke and he spoke, he spoke to you like a friend, God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. He was not afraid of you, Father God, even though he knew that he was wretched, God. He respected you, and he reverenced you, and God... Um, thank you, Jesus. But you spoke to him like a friend. And just like you spoke to David and Isaiah and to Moses. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You also speak to us. Just as you spoke to your disciples, Peter and uh, John. And oh, thank you, Jesus. Whew. And all of your disciples, God, you spoke to them just like you speak to us today in a personal way. We need to pitch you in a personal way way that you are right here with us oh god and that we would reverence you oh god uh, but also that we would not fear you in a way that we um you know in a negative fear but we will only have respect for you god thank you jesus and that and that is the fear of the lord is to have respect for you oh father god and who you are and god we will be a balanced christian we need to be balanced christians in these last days god we need to know we, need, we should not let condemnation, we should not let the devil condemn us. We should not condemn ourselves. We are made free through your sacrifice and through the blood of Jesus, God, from our sins. So, God, right now we pray against witchcraft, any kind of witchcraft that might come to us, oh God, and try to condemn us, Father, for things that we have done in the past. We are cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You cannot hold that against us. God, we pray against depression right now that we would look down upon ourselves and upon our lives because of something that we have done in the past or something that we went through or something that happened to us, even things that we had nothing to do with, oh God. God, we pray against depression right now. I have nothing to be down about. We have nothing to be down. You have nothing to be down about. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray against these things right now. God, but, but God, we also pray against being lackadaisical about our relationship with you and um and and, and, and not respecting oh, thank you, Jesus, how important it is for us to live holy lives, but also to tell our brothers and sisters and those who do not know you in this world 
that they need to live holy lives as well, Father God. We have a responsibility to them in love, O oh God. But we also have responsibilities to you to speak the word of God and to not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God through salvation, O oh God. So, Father, we just thank you, God, that you would reveal yourselves Reveal yourself because you are the Lord of hosts. You would reveal yourself to us in so many different ways, just as you revealed yourself to Joshua before him and the children of Israel went to take the city of Jericho. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, God. God, we just we just ask you to reveal yourself to us in many different ways, and we will be looking for you, God. We'll be praying to you, and we'll be fasting, and we, and we will be looking for you because we need you more than ever. Every single day, we need you more and more and more than ever, Father God. So we thank you, God, and we bless your name, and we praise you, God, in Jesus Christ's name. Send your word to heal the people right now all across the world. Send your word Right now, we need you right now when because you're not just in heaven. Some many religions think that you're far off. You're judging people and you're you know angry and or or you're just some kind of you know crazy thing that's just like unpersonal. But God, we thank you, God, that you are right here with us. You even died for our sins. You didn't sin. You died for our sins. So, whew, we speak against condemnation right now. We speak against those who would say that you do not care about even turning water into wine. You cared. You was personal enough to even turn water into wine at a party, at a, at a wedding. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. If you care about that, then you care about the things in our lives and that are today that some would say are trivial, that some would say that aren't important, that some would say that, you know, we should just see you on the throne, just see God on the throne, just see him on the cross, but don't see him in your situation. But that's not who you reveal yourself to be, God. You reveal yourself to be the God that is on the throne, the God that was on the cross, and also the God that is in our lives right now. In the name of our our great and awesome and beautiful and powerful and personal Savior, Jesus Christ, a friend who stick of closer than a brother. Many blessings to you, my brothers and my sisters. Go in the goodness of the Lord and go tell somebody about Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell them how good God has been to you. You know, give your testimony in these last days and tell them that God loves them and God can help them or I'm getting emotional. I'm I'm getting emotional right now, y'all. I'm getting emotional right now. Last week, when me and my family came out of church, we were, you know, we saw a lady at at the at, at the grocery store who serves us a lot, and 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 I just wanted to tell her. I I, I said, you know what? If you need anything, and need pray, pray um um, if you need, if you need prayer for anything, we will pray for you, and I, we just want to tell you that you, that God loves you. And we just came from church. I don't want to be weird or anything like that, but <laughs> we're just kind of excited right now. We're just high up in the Lord right now, and we just wanted to tell you that God loves you. You know, I just had to say something. I had to say something, all right? You know, um, and that's how we should be. We have to do something for God. That's how 
powerful his spirit should be on our lives. It's how alive that we should be to the spirit of God because he was so, when he saw our need, guess what he did? He said, you know what? I'm going to leave heaven. I'm going to come to earth. I'm going to die. I'm going to live for them, number one. That's hard enough to do, to live for somebody else, right? I'm going to live for them without sin. And then I'm going to die for them and raise raise up on the third day. Thank you, Jesus. Many blessings to you, my brothers and sisters. Go in the power, the strength, the love, and the relationship of Jesus Christ. Many blessings. Bye-bye.